Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast, where we are just reading God's Word every day. And the more we dig, the more we find. If you've been finding some blessing out of this and really been enjoying this, I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast. If you're watching this or listening to this on YouTube, to make sure to like and share this and to tell people about this. Man, I just, the joy of my heart is that we get to read God's Word together. And so who do you know that is trying to read their Bible but would like someone to read it with them? And I love the idea that we could do that. And I've been thinking about the idea of even trying to start maybe a a Facebook group or something like that so that we just could continue to do this together. Because one of my favorite things is when I hear from one of you and you tell me something that you discovered as you started to search through God's word or the main thing that jumped out to you. Like it really does make my day when I hear that. And so if you want to comment on this YouTube video or if you have some ideas for me, I'd love for you to let me know how you could engage with this even more. And let's just do this thing together because I love God's word. And the more we dig, the more we find. Today is Numbers chapter 4. Now, if you remember yesterday, what we talked about is God was talking to the Levite clan and he was saying, hey, listen, I need you guys. You guys take care of the curtains. You guys take care of the tent poles. You guys take care of the ark, all these kinds of things. And so we can make sure that we move the house of God with decency and order so that worship can continue, right? Well, now what he's going to do is he's going to break that down even further for the Kohathite clan. Kohathite clan. All right, you got to put that H in there. Kohathite clan. And these are the ones that are going to be in charge of moving the sacred objects. And these were the objects of worship. And I love the idea of how God is trying to let them know what to do so they know what to do. Like, have you ever had someone tell you to go figure something out? Hey, I need you to do this thing. We then give you no details. Well, you know, unmet or unstated expectation leads to frustration. You ever heard that before? Let me say that again. Unstated expectation leads to frustration. Well, if they didn't know how to move the Ark of the Covenant, then there would have been judgment attached to that. I mean, God is very particular about His presence and, and how, to, how to do things right. So God is saying, I want to let you know my expectations so that you know what to do. And that's one of the things about God's Word. I'm going to tell you, if I were to take one principle out of this, and that is that God tells us exactly what we need to do to walk in freedom. The problem is, is it doesn't always agree with what we want to do. And when we don't do what God wants us to do, it leads to frustration on our end. But when we attend to what He reveals, we are most blessed in our life. So let's read this, and then I want you to think about maybe how this applies to our life as a, as a principle from God's Word. So here we go. Numbers chapter 4. If you have your NLT Bible open as we jump into this together, the Bible says, verse 1, that the Lord, Yahweh, said to Moses and Aaron, record the names of the members of the clans and the families of the Kohathite divisions and the tribe of Levi. List all the men between the ages of 30 and 50 who were eligible to serve in the tabernacle. The duties of the Kohathites at the tabernacle will relate to the most sacred objects. When the camp moves, Aaron and his sons must enter the tabernacle first to take down the inner curtain and cover the Ark of the Covenant with it. And then they must cover the inner curtain with fine goatskin leather and spread over with a single piece of blue cloth. Finally, they must carry, uh, put carrying poles in, um, 
they must put the carrying poles of the ark in place. Next, they must spread a blue cloth over the table of the bread of the presence that is displayed on the cloth, and they will place the bowls, the ladles, the jars, the pitchers, and the special bread. And it must be spread a scarlet cloth over all of this, and finally, a covering of fine goatskin leather on top of the scarlet cloth. Then they must insert the carrying poles into the table. Next, they must cover the lampstand with blue cloth along with its lamps, lamp snuffers, trays, special jars of olive oil. And they must cover the lampstand and its accessories with fine goatskin leather and place the bundle on a carrying frame. Next, they must spread the blue cloth over the gold incense altar and cover this cloth with fine goatskin leather. Then they must attach the carrying poles to the altar. They must take all the remaining furnishings of the sanctuary and wrap them in blue cloth, cover them with fine goatskin leather, and then place them on the carrying frame. They must remove the ashes from the altar for sacrifices and cover the altar with a purple cloth. The altar utensils, the fire pans, the meat forks, the shovels, the basins, and all the containers must be placed on the cloth, covering with fine goatskin leather, and must be spread over them. Finally, they must put the carrying poles in place, and the camp will be ready to move when Aaron and his sons have finished covering the sanctuary with all of these sacred articles. The Kohathites will come and carry these things to the next destination, but they must not touch the sacred objects or they will die. So these things of the tabernacle that the Kohathites must carry. Eleazar, the son of Aaron, and the priests will be responsible for the oil of the lampstand, the fragrant incense, the daily offering, and the anointing oil. In fact, Eleazar will be responsible for the entire tabernacle and everything in it, including the sanctuary and its furnishings. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Do not let the Kohathite clans be destroyed from among the Levites. This is what you must do so they will live and not die as they approach the most sacred objects. Aaron and his sons must always go in with them and assign a specific duty to load to each per, or load to each person. The Kohathites must never enter the sanctuary to look at the sacred objects for even a moment or they will die. Now, there's a very practical reason and there's a supernatural reason for why God just told them to do all this stuff. The, re, the, the practical reason is if you think about it, they are moving through a desert area. Desert area, a lot of dirt, a lot of other things going on, all this kind of stuff. Plus, when you're moving that many people, you're, 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 you're kicking up a lot of stuff. And so it was to, to show honor to these you know, special articles that have been made for the act of worship. And they were trying to take care of these other things. It was also a supernatural thing. These things have been dedicated to the Lord and were holy. There was something holy about them so that if sin were to touch these things, then there was a destructive power that would then destroy that sin. And so what God was saying is, is these guys didn't do anything wrong as far as in if they go in and they touch these things, they're doing a good thing. But you need to protect them so that they don't get hurt by the holiness of all this stuff. And so you, your job is to go cover all of this so that then they can move these articles. So I'm going to hold it against you. You've got to go do that. You're responsible for all of this so that once everything is covered, they can then go and they can move all of these articles. Okay, here's the next one. The duties of the Kaho, Ka, <laughs> the Gershonite clan. There we go. Gershonite clan. Verse 21. And the Lord said to Moses, record the names of the members of the clans of the families of the Gershonite, Ger, the G-men divisions of the tribe of Levi. List all the men between the ages of 30 and 50 who are eligible to serve in the tabernacle. 
These G-Men clans are responsible for the general service of carrying loads. They must carry the curtains of the tabernacle, the tabernacle itself with its coverings, the outer coverings of fine goatskin leather, and the curtain for the tabernacle entrance. They must also carry the curtains for the courtyard walls and surround the tabernacle and altar. The curtain across the courtyard entrance, the ropes, and all the equipment related to their use. The G-Men <laughs> are responsible for all these items. Aaron and his sons will direct the G-Men regarding all their duties. Whether it involves moving the equipment or doing other work, they must assign the G-Men responsibility for the loads they are to carry. These are the duties assigned to the G-Men clans of the tabernacle. They will be directly responsible to Ithamar, the son of Aaron, the priest. And so their job was to carry the curtains, all the different things. And these, these curtains were massive, so it took an entire group of people to do this. Verse 29, now record the names of the clans of the families of the Merarite divisions of the tribe of Levi. List all the men between the ages of 30 and 50 who are eligible to serve in the tabernacle. The only duty at the tabernacle will be, their only duty will be to carry loads. They will carry the frames of the tabernacle, the crossbars, the posts, the bases, also the posts for the courtyard walls with their bases, pegs, and ropes, and the accessories to everything else related to their use. Assign various loads to each man by name, and these are the duties of the Morari clans of the tabernacle. They're directly responsible for Ithamar and Aaron the priest. So these are the guys who just, they were the muscled guys. They were the guys who carried all the super heavy stuff, all the tent poles, and then all just the extras as well. All right, let's finish this up. Verse 34. So Moses, Aaron, and the other leaders of the community listed its members of the Kohathite divisions by their clans and families. The, the list included all the men between 30 and 50 years of age who were eligible for service of the tabernacle. The total number came to 2,750. So this was the total of all those from the Kohathite clans who were eligible to serve at the tabernacle. Moses and Aaron listed them just as the Lord had commanded through Moses. The G-Men divisions were also listed by his clans and families. The list included all the men between 30 and 50 years of age who were eligible for service in the tabernacle. And the total number came to 2,630. So this was the total of those from the G-Men clans who were eligible to serve at the tabernacle. Moses and Aaron listed them just as the Lord had commanded. The Merarite divisions were also listed by its clans and families. The list included all the men between ages of 30 and 50 years of age who were eligible for service in the tabernacle. The total number came to 3,200. So this was the total of those who were in the Merarite clan who were eligible for service. Moses and Aaron listed them just as the Lord had commanded through Moses. So Moses, Aaron, and the leaders of Israel listed all the Levites and their clans and their families. All the men between the ages of 30 and 50 years of age were eligible for service in the tabernacle and for its transportation, numbering 8,000. 580. When their names were recorded, as the Lord had commanded through Moses, each man was assigned his task and told what to carry. And so the registration was completed, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. And I got this picture in my mind. I, that's 8,580 people. So that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Now, and it was a big tabernacle, but that's also a lot of people. And so what actually would happen is they would take turns and moving stuff. But the, the mental image is like, man, I'm so excited. I'm getting ready to go to to promised land. So give me something to carry. And so I got in my head there. There's some people that are carrying these massive tent poles and carrying the Ark of the Covenant. One guy's like carrying a spoon. It's like, I got my spoon. We got this. I want to be part of this. And so whatever you need me to do, I got this. But I love the idea of this. You know, the overall principle of this could be that everybody has their place in the house of God. 
Everybody has the opportunity to serve in the house of God. I don't know what your space and what your place might be, but everyone has a place where they can serve in the house of God. So I want to ask you this question. When it comes to serving in the house of God, are you? Are, are you finding yourself as part of the house of God? Are you part of the team? If you're not currently serving, wherever it is you go to church, I would encourage you this Sunday, go up to somebody and say, hey, how can I get involved? How can I serve? I want to be part of the people that are moving the presence of God. I want to be part of something that's bigger than myself because I'm going to tell you something. There's nothing better than serving somebody else. I like to think you're never closer to the heart of God than when you're serving somebody else because that's what God has called us to do is to serve one another. Let me pray for us today. And then we'll read you our, our theme verse. And don't forget the whole overall idea of numbers is learning how to trust God. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you, Lord, that you know us and you see us. I pray you will put inside of every one of our hearts a desire to serve, a desire to be part of your team so that we can make a difference together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God's word says in Numbers chapter 6, it says, May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you. May the Lord make his countenance upon you and give you peace. All right. I love you. Hope you have a great day. I'll see you next time for Numbers chapter 5.